Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,886. The topic is Q&A and the title is, What to Do When You Have Too Many Firsts. What in the world does that mean? (laughs) One of my clients is a chiropractor and she just opened up her own business. It was actually interesting because I was working with somebody else uh, earlier in this year, same situation, <laughs> a female chiropractor opening up her own business. Uh, now, this client, she just started her own practice. She'd been working for another person's practice, and she was pretty friendly with them, and she was learning a lot at their practice and decided to kind of break away on her own. She moved uh, I believe it's a couple hours away uh, from where she used to live. So she's in a new town, new area, new practice, all new, new, new. <laughs> so with that, she's actually in a new building, which means he's still in the process of setting up an equipment, uh, decorating, organizing some retail. So she sells some uh, clothes and some different uh, therapeutic things. And she also has to build her clientele, meaning she has to network, she has to advertise, maybe go to some community events, wherever she can find them in this new area. And along with that, she wants to take care of herself. She wants to lose some body fat. She has a strained lower back and a hip issue just from, as she said, she just hasn't been taking care of herself. So she wants to get into a healthier eating routine as well. She's basically been eating like crap and over overworked her body trying to earn enough money to be able to make this move. And the downside is, is now the back and the hip issue are starting to impact how much she can work. So therefore, she reached out because she wants to get this under control so she can work more and make even more money and actually have be successful in this new business. So it's very smart. She's investing into herself to ensure that this business move progresses and grows rather than just watching her body deteriorate and then all of a sudden she can't even do anything about it. So I'm very happy for her. Now, she is in a new place as well. So there's all those things. She has to decorate her house, move furniture in, find out where to grocery shop, do all these things. She has a lot of, just a lot of chaos in her life. And something she said recently was, I know I need to prioritize first things first, but I feel like everything is a first right now. So hence the title, she has too many firsts. <laughs> so I wanted to touch on this because she seemed... Uh, benefited from our discussions, and I thought others might benefit as well. So we talked about what do we do when we have too many firsts? What do we do when we just have so much going on, and it doesn't feel like we can just neglect any of it? It feels like we have to be attentive to every element. Well, when you find yourself in that place, I want to cover two things and then a couple extras. But the two things are to schedule and simplify. Schedule. You want to plan your day. You want to be super freaking intentional with your day. This does not mean that every day will go as planned. (laughs) What I mean by that is you want to have an idea of what your schedule will be and what you'll do for each, say, 30 minutes or each hour of the day. How am I going to optimize those time blocks to get the most from my day? But I also have to be flexible to say, okay, if something comes up and I can't get to this, do I still do that and bump something else off the list for that day? You know, if I bumped something off the list yesterday for work, do I maybe this day bump something else off the list for my house? You have to really play a balance game because the day won't go as planned, 
However, you do have to plan your day. The purpose is you have to be intentional. Otherwise, you tend to react to what's nearby, what's most convenient to do, uh, not what's actually most important, and you react to what's urgent. And what's urgent is definitely not what always is most important. So we have to be very intentional so that we were always doing the most important thing, not just something. We don't want to be busy to be busy. We want to be busy doing the best things. So we talked about the concept, and I've mentioned it several times in the podcast, about rocks, pebbles, and sand. Very quick version is a science teacher was sitting in front of his class. He had an empty jar. He had three rocks, a couple pebbles, and a, like a bowl of sand. And he asked the, the class, he said, can you fit this into the jar? So the first student walks up, they pour the sand in, they put the pebbles in, then they only can put one big rock in. And they're like, oh, it won't fit. Another student says, oh, I can do it, I can do it. So they put the pebbles in, then they pour the sand, but yet the rocks won't fit. So the teacher says, you have to put the big things in first. You have to put in the rocks, then the pebbles, and then the sand. And that's how we manage our day. That's how we should schedule our day. What are the rocks? What are the big things that you have to do? So for her, it's business, self-care, and then essentially her house, her home. So we're labeling it as business, nutrition, exercise, home. Those are her rocks. Those are the things that she feels are her top four. Now, we were talking a little bit, and I got her to realize that the home doesn't necessarily have to be a top four right now. It's more like a pebble. What I mean by that is at her house... She wants to have a bed to sleep in and some food available. But really, right now, that's about all she needs. (laughs) You know, if she has a bed to sleep in and some food available, everything else about the house can technically wait until the business is taken care of and until her nutrition and exercise are taken care of. So I've encouraged her to rearrange her rocks to be business, nutrition, exercise. Her pebbles can be the home And then the sand is everything else. Home decorations, laundry, you know, she talked about wanting to find a church. That's spirituality. That's definitely something good to do. Um, But if she's struggling to get that in, she can, you know, listen to a podcast. She can pray. She can read a Bible. She can do some other things for the time being. uh, That'll still allow her to have that spirituality concept. Now, I just realized that, like, who am I to tell her what to do? If she wants to find a church, find a church. But we were talking about things that, okay, how can I still get the feeling of this, but maybe not having the the time investment of it? So what I was telling her was, in a sense, to choose the pros and cons of things. If she's struggling for time, how can she still have that connection? And that's where she gets to choose for herself. My, my job, I feel, is to just discuss options and ideas, and then the person gets to choose for themselves. So when we're talking about business, what is a business essential for her? One of the things we talked about was uh, simplifying her work to the question of, does this make me money? So she wants to have a good enough first impression that when new clients walk in, she looks professional, everything looks really nice in the the facility, and she makes a good first impression. But if she throws up a motivational poster on the wall, throws in a fake plant, 
that's good enough for now. Does she have to worry about having, you know, an entryway carpet? Does this thing need to be, you know, a certain position on that wall? Does she want to have a three vase with a couple flowers in? Should they be the same height? Should they be staggered heights? Should they be all white? Should they be multicolored? Those are not necessarily the things that make her money. She wants to have a good enough first impression that people come back. <laughs> but she does want to decide where do I draw the line? What I do does not mean that it's right for everyone else. But to give you an example, when I opened a Brutal Iron Gym, I took over three spaces in this like strip mall. And one of the three used to be a dentist office. There was a like border about waist high of a floral pattern, like a floral wallpaper. I, I think it was like four inches high, uh, like four inches thick. So it was like four feet off the ground, four inches, and then the rest of the ceiling. Uh, but it was this floral pattern. It was white walls with this floral strip. I left the thing on there for a good two or three months because I was struggling to get equipment in. I was trying to get the floor in. I was trying to do everything under the sun. So for the first couple months of Brutal Iron Gym, there was a floral pattern wallpaper. <laughs> and my clients used to laugh about it. Members would come in and be like, what the hell? You know, but... It, in the grand scheme of things, what mattered more was that I was available to train my clients. I was available to meet people as they came in the visit in the building. We had good equipment starting to come in. There was access to me, access to education, access to good music, a good environment. That's what mattered more than whether there was floral wallpaper. Eventually, you know, my parents broke me down, and we actually did paint the walls. <laughs> so, but the idea is is that you do have to decide eventually where do I draw the line? What's enough? Like what is good enough for now to move forward? So we said in work when she's deciding what to do, ask herself, does this make me money? You know, if I have five minutes and I have three things I could do in five minutes, which one makes me money now? Which one makes me money in the future? Which one helps somebody? What is the significance of what I'm doing? How does this help me stay in business? How does this help me help other people? That's what's important. So for example, in the gym, if we had a, if it rained over the weekend and a ceiling tile was wet and had like a weird little like brown stain to it, I came in on Monday morning, I might not change that ceiling tile until Wednesday because it wasn't the most important thing for me to do on Monday and Tuesday. Was it urgent? I would argue no. <laughs> but somebody else might say, hey, that ceiling tile needs change. And I'd say, yes, it does. Just not today. <laughs> and I would get to it eventually. And that's the idea, is being very purposeful with what we're doing. Is, is what I'm doing right now the most important, the most impactful choice of what I can do? And that's something good to be in, like, keep in mind. So when we talked about, for her, rocks, pebbles, and sand, our goal was when she felt like she had too many firsts, we wanted to really define what were the true firsts. If everything felt like rocks, we're not going to fit it all in the jar, right? So if the, if the jar is only meant to fit three rocks, five pebbles, and the rest is sand, but I feel like I have 10 rocks. It's not going to fit. So we truly have to decide, 
of what I'm trying to do, what is truly a rock? What is truly a first? So one of the things we said was at her home. We do want her to feel comfortable in her home. We want her to feel happy. We want that to be a space in which she can relax and unstress. But right now, she is spending from 6 a.m. to midnight outside of that house. That is not going to be relaxing when she's there because she's not even awake when she's there. She's already eating. She's already eaten. By the time she comes home at midnight, she walks in, showers, lays on the bed, passes out, gets back up at 5.30, puts on clothes, and walks out the door. So for now... It is not a rock, it is a pebble. As she can breathe a little bit, she might want to get on Wayfair, you know, maybe get a 0% financing credit card and start purchasing a few things here and there and start building it out, but it's not something that she's going to do right now. Nutrition and exercise. How often do people think of nutrition and exercise as secondary? How often do people treat that as a pebble or worse, as sand? You hear people say all the time, oh, I know I need to be healthier. I need to be healthier. I need to eat better. I know I need to exercise. And they don't do shit. They don't change a damn thing. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) That drives me insane, as you can tell. Oh, you know, I'm feeling kind of bad. My body hurts. My shoulder hurts. I'm feeling super stiff. I know I need to drink more. And then you check in in two weeks and they're not doing a damn thing different. I'm like, well, did you set an alarm on your phone? Did you set reminders? Did you, you know, maybe buy a larger container that you can carry around with you? Did you do any freaking action whatsoever to help you do better at that goal? And so often the answer is no. Gosh. Drives me nuts. It doesn't take a lot. It might take something that you don't know of. That's true. Maybe you're not aware of what you can do. Well, listen to an audiobook, you know, while you're doing dishes, while you're doing laundry, while you're driving somewhere. Download an audiobook about what you want to, if you want to improve sleep, listen to a sleep audiobook. If you want to do better with nutrition, listen to a nutrition book. Whatever it is, you listen to a podcast now. So clearly, you can make time for a podcast. Make up time, even if it's not my podcast. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you like this podcast. I'm glad you're at least listening to today's podcast. <laughs> so thank you. But if what's best for you is not this one, go listen to something that's best for you, and then maybe come back. That would be nice. But I really, really, really encourage you to take an action. Take an action on something that you say you want to be better. If you don't know what to do, learn. If you don't know what to do, email me, brutalironjim at gmail.com. It seems like I'm the type that will tell you what to do with your life. <laughs> I do not have all the answers, by the way, but I can often steer you in a pretty good direction. Two brains are often better at one, better than one, at thinking of options, if that makes sense. So if your brain is out of options, get my brain involved and maybe we can think of something. If I can't think of something, I'll get another brain involved. I have some amazing, very intelligent friends in my life. I have a great network of people. We can definitely find you something that you can do. Email me, brunarjim at gmail.com. Okay, enough of me ranting. But that was the first thing we did was identify rocks, pebbles, and sand. 
The reason why that was important is now we know when I have time available, when I have energy available, when I have resources available, what do I focus on first? What are my firsts? Then we went through and we did time blocking. What this means is of all the things I have to do in a day, what are the ones that I can group together so that I keep similar things together? What this means is she told me about one of her days, and in one of her days, she drove around to six different places. We talked and found out that if we reorganized the day, she only had to drive twice. So she was spending a lot of time trying to get to this thing, then that thing, then this thing, then that thing. So she was switching from doing this thing at work to then doing this thing at home, then that thing in exercise or this other project at work. There was so much difference and disorganization to what she was doing. At all times, she was doing something. She was very proactive, but she wasn't maximizing the efficiency of what she was doing. We wanted to minimize travel. We wanted to keep similar things together. So when she was in the mental set of business, do all the business things together as much as you can. When you are then stepping out of business, step out. Get some time out of the business mind. Focus on nutrition, on exercise, go for a walk, do some stretching. Maybe, like, she actually lives close enough she could walk to a home decor place. I don't have a prop, I have no clue what that's supposed to be called. It's like a home goods kind of thing. But one of the days I told her, I said, well, well for exercise today, I said, go for a walk. And I looked at it and it was like a little bit less than half a mile. I said, walk to that home goods store in such and such plaza. Uh, I don't remember the name. I said, walk there, look out, set a timer for 20 minutes, and just look at some pretty cool things and neat things that you would like in your house. Then after 20 minutes, walk back to the work. And that was her exercise for the day. But it got her out of the business mind. It got her a chance to kind of think of the what-ifs and the future and the fun and, oh, I can't wait till my house is so pretty and it looks like this. And it kind of reminded her of what she was working for. You know, so it reminded her of something that made her happy. So we time-blocked, kept similar things together. We minimized travel. And then the next thing we did was simplify. So we scheduled it, we planned out the day, and then we simplify. At home, just need bed, toiletries, and food, nutrition. Uh, don't worry about a, a grocery store. Just order Instacart and have them drop it off at your house. Cook things in bulk, buy things in bulk, make it super fast, super easy. So we told her, like right now, we're not worrying about what she's eating as much as just hitting similar calories every day, getting enough protein in. But if it's protein shakes, it's protein shakes. If it's a you know a container of nuts that she carries around and eats throughout the day at work, then it's a container of nuts. Are there better quote unquote foods, healthier quote unquote foods that she could be eating? Meh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's not eating them, right? If somebody's like, oh, I need to eat healthier, and then they just keep eating the same shit, it's like, well, then what does that do for you? Like, you're still getting shit if you're eating shit. So don't worry about whether what you're eating is the best thing ever. If your alternative is to say, screw it, I can't have the best thing ever, let me eat this garbage that I normally have. Eat something in the middle. Eat Like, find something in the middle that's good enough. Get your calories in order. Get your protein in order. Distribute your meal, your calories and protein throughout the day evenly. So we talk about that all the time is it's calories, protein, and timing. Distribution. So that's what we're focusing on. 
Then for exercise, we're just going to do body weight training. Don't worry about trying to go to the gym right now for her. She's just going to do body weight stuff at home in the morning. And then at night, she's if she has time, she's going to go for a walk uh, and then do some stretches. So that way we can help that hip. But that's what we're working through is we're scheduling and simplifying. We want to be prepared and we want to make everything as easy as possible. So when you have too many firsts, that's what you can do. Schedule and simplify. Three extra tips. Number one, ask for help. Delegate if you can. She has an extremely um, interested in her life mother (laughs) that is willing to help her with everything, whether she asks for it or not. So I said, use it. You know, have your mom like pick out a couple things for you online that you might like for your house. Have her send you pictures. You can look at them at night and say yes or no. And maybe she can help you order some stuff, help you decorate your house. At least get the ball rolling, get some things done. Your mom will be happy. That helps you. So delegate if you can. And then communicate. Tell others what you need. So she is feeling like a bad friend because a couple of her friends have reached out and said, hey, I haven't heard from you. I said, tell them what you're going through. Tell them how stressed you are. Tell them that this just is a rough season of life for you. And you're not going to be able to communicate as much as you once did. However, once you get through this season, you would love to rekindle that friendship and communicate more often. I told her that when you communicate with other people, tell them what you need. And then listen to their needs. It can help unload expectations. And that can help reduce underlying stress. The third last tip here is you are not alone. You are not alone. You have people in your life that would be happy to hear you if you just want to vent, if you want to complain. Some people are not. Some people don't like to hear venting and complaining, so leave those people alone. (laughs) But some people do, so vent all you want to them. But share your journey. That's why a lot of like social media journals, I don't know what else to call them, they work really well for people. People like taking videos or photos of their workouts and sharing that on like a social media page. Even if no one is really paying attention or watching, uh, somebody might, you know, somebody might join in, somebody might be watching you that you don't know of. Um, I, I think it's Jocko Willink. He has a thing where he takes like a photo of his wristwatch every morning because I think he works out like four in the morning or something. So he shows his wristwatch of when he starts his workout. It might be like 358, 402, whatever it might be. And that's his motivation. There are probably millions of people that look at that photo every morning and say, okay, if Jocko's doing it, I can do it. So share your journey. Communicate with other people. Okay, so hopefully that was at least some information that you can use. I feel like it was me just rambling quite a bit. But hopefully that was some information you can use to help you better manage when you feel overwhelmed with too many firsts. Okay. If you need anything, reach out. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. Right now we're doing 15-minute consultations for free. So you can just sign up via email or on our website, www.brutalironjim.com. You can go to one-on-one services page and sign up for a free 15-minute consultation. I'd like to get to know you, what your goals are, what your struggles are, and then we can talk about what we can do to overcome them. Totally for free. So that way you just get some answers and get some communication. You get the feeling that somebody is hearing you, and I think that helps a lot. Okay. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jam. As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.